0: How to create a win-win situation is the topic for today's episode coming to you live from Carlos San Lucas, Mexico. Yes. <laughs> yeah, here we are.
1: You are listening to the Champion Hustle Podcast. Play to succeed in business and in life. Featuring Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Black. So, for those of you, you kind of realize that... Uh, This is looking a little bit different today. So Ryan and I are in the same spot.
0: That's the first thing. It's like, wait, what's (laughs) going on? We're actually in the same room, which is funny because we only live like 10 minutes apart from each other. Yeah. So we could technically see each other every week. We could do it. We just do it over over the internet. We like to make things convenient. And uh, we
1: just, we're both in our own offices. But today, we are actually at the southernmost point of this uh i don't even know what to call it the baja california
0: peninsula yep beautiful pacific ocean behind us the cliffs of cabo san lucas it's great we're uh, been here a couple days and uh, we actually came out we're here kind of on a retreat with a bunch of of our fellow real estate investors coming together having a good time Uh, just networking brainstorming um
1: Yeah, so my my son came down here with me and we were talking about it last night and uh, he asked why we came because we could do stuff anywhere. I said we came for the people. This is where we get uh, real estate investors from all around the country together and we get to talk to each other, mastermind, network, grow. Uh, An event just like this a couple years ago actually helped us get into a deal in another state with another investor that we met in Panama and uh, that has turned out to be a great return on investment, just meeting more
0: people and networking. Just that one person that you met, building that relationship, the investments that pursued or that followed, you've already, I mean, paid for the whole trip, and then- And this trip, and more. And more. Like it, it was over a 200%
1: return on what it cost for the trip to build that relationship. Okay. So that right there has been huge for us. Yeah. And, you Results aren't typical, right? You gotta, you gotta exercise judgment. Um, everything carries risk, but uh, networking and growing your circle of influence yeah. has the ability to uh, really expand what is possible. Nothing's guaranteed, but your possibilities increase when you increase in knowledge, you increase in relationships, and you really increase in uh, what resources you have available and money is not the only resource you have available it's one of the least important right yeah that, that's the most renewable
0: resource okay. out of all of the resources that are available to you it's more of a result uh, a product right a product right. of as you invest in the other resources money is the result and you know i love the saying your net, your net worth is equal to your network your network is equal to your network. Your net worth is equal to your network. I've heard it the other way. Okay, well, but, what, but way it he, doesn't matter. What he heard is wrong because the math <laughs> is the same. The same. <laughs> Basically, as you grow your network, you will grow your net worth,
1: and as you grow your net worth, you can grow your network as well.
0: Yeah, they go they go hand in hand, and that's one thing. It's kind can, of like a stair stepping. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's interesting because over the last year and a half, you know, people being so shut in and hiding from the world, a lot of folks have forgotten the importance of actually networking. And that any business, it doesn't matter what business you're in, requires relationships and other people to work, you know, harmoniously together in order to make great things happen.
1: Yeah, and I mean, ultimately, the same thing comes in your business with customers like you you are building this real relationship and if you're not building a relationship with your customers you are going to have one time customers you might get lucky and have return customers but it's it's all about continuing that relationship even after the sale and that's if you have unhappy customers if you have taken advantage of your customers that wasn't a win for them that might have been a short-term win, and I'm going to call it that very specifically. It was a short-term win. It's not a long-term win when you take advantage of somebody. It, it will come back to bite you, almost guaranteed. You reap
0: what you sow. <laughs> Do things right. <laughs> if you, if you're, if your focus is longevity, right? If you're just looking to go in, make it happen, and then burn, that's not going to get you. It's if your focus is longevity, creating a sustainable, scalable business that is going to outlast you, ideally, right, because if you're building it correctly, it's not going to be you-dependent. It is system-dependent. You create the systems, you implement it, you get the right people in place, and then it can scale and continue to flourish long after you're gone. That's really the idea. Um, yeah, you just got to do things right.
1: Yeah, and and that's the interesting thing is your system, it's, it's all about building a system. You have to go through that process so that you understand what the process is, yeah. then you can create it then you can also make sure that the customers are in mind. So what are some ways of creating a win-win for your customers in business, in real estate, um, in life? And and this can extend to all of your relationships as well. But but today, this is one of our business episodes. We wanna focus on some tips to help you in your business to increase and grow that, so you, that you can have your champion hustle in your business.
0: Yeah, well, I think you know definitely when you're we're talking about creating win-win for your customers. The first thing, in order to understand what a win, as a business owner, you know what the win is for you, right? Is a, a repeat customer, a high revenue, satisfied repeat customer. In general, is what is, is a win for you because there'll be a repeat, you know, they'll come back and they help you bottom line and they're happy so if they're happy they'll tell more people but one thing that's important that I think sometimes is overlooked is what is the win, what does the win look like for your customer because sometimes we assume what that win looks like for them it, rather than asking them right
1: <laughs> it, it does and that's the funny thing is every customer's win looks different as well yeah. because they have different goals so your first thing is exactly that. You've got to ask questions. You've got to understand what, um, what your customers are looking for and set proper expectations. You just tell them, hey, this is what our product is, this is what our service is, this is what it is not. And if there are parts of it that are against uh, maybe what they're looking for, it's okay for you to tell them no as well, that hey, we don't think this is a good fit. Um, The interesting thing is if you can do that and then refer them somewhere else that is a good fit, what did you just do? Whether you get paid for it or not, what did you just do? It's all about building that goodwill. So even though it wasn't necessarily an immediate win, a short-term win for you, the long-term win of built goodwill, trust that you actually help someone solve a problem, that was not necessarily something that was in your wheelhouse, but you referred them to somebody that you do. This is this is why networking is so important, because you have that referral basis to be able to point people in the right direction. Of hey, this isn't what I do best, but this person over here, that's what they do best.
0: Yeah, and and we we were a couple right before we started recording this, we were up at uh, the sky pool, which is a pool way up kind of on the top of the cliff, overlooks. The whole area. It's amazing. We wanted to record up there,
1: but it was too noisy.
0: Too many people. Um, But in, in, in kind of people watching when we were there, I noticed that there was, everyone was having a good time, but their good time was very different. There were some people that were lying in cabanas, right, just like sleeping, napping. There were other people that were in the infinity pool drinking and talking. There were other people that were just lounging. Other people were, you know, swimming and playing. And playing. Some people were at some tables. They were sitting down eating. Right. They were grilling up some food. They were eating lunch, and so everybody's definition. I'm glad you said that. Everyone's definition is different of what is a win, right? Um, I know right now when, when we finish this, we're headed off to the off to the beach with some folks, and um, you know, so everybody has that. We shouldn't assume that uh, if you hear these cars going by, (laughs) if you've ever been to Cabo, you know what it's like here. It's like cliffs. So they got these little golf carts that that drive around (laughs) on the the resort. So forgive us if you hear these cars driving by. It's just the golf carts. In, In keeping in mind that every customer that you have, in addition to not just assuming in general what your customers want, to define that win, every customer could potentially be very different in what their win is. I know that in, in real estate, which is you know our primary business, whenever we are in a situation where we're dealing with somebody who's maybe in a, a difficult situation, they're going to lose their house to foreclosure or something like that, um, one of the very first, or maybe a divorce situation, they got to get rid of the house, whatever, it's a, a, a tricky situation, one of the very first questions I ask is, explain to me your ideal outcome. If you could choose exactly how you want this to end, what would that look like? Because there's no point in assuming, now, am I going to be able to offer them everything they want? Probably not. But at least once you've established that baseline of, okay, you know what? This is what I want. This would be great. I need this, this, and this. Okay, cool. Now I can start to see with the resources we have available, tools, contacts, right? What can we do to help you achieve that goal that you have?
1: Yeah, and I think that's an important distinction. Everybody has a different business model. Some business models, you want to be very highly automated. You want to have a website set up. You want people to just come and purchase right there on your website. And you want all of your messaging and everything to be on point. But other businesses might come in and say, okay, well, I've got this high touch product or a high touch service like coaching, for example, and mentoring is a high-touch service because it's very personal, it's, it's one-on-one. Um, yeah. That looks different. Now, there are ways to do both. Yeah. So a lot of it is you survey your past customers, you you ask questions like a, a questionnaire up front of your, your new customers, and make sure that what is happening is going to actually serve them the best. So that's the important thing is, A win-win is all about people feeling happy with the exchange. They're going to exchange money for something they value more than the money that they are exchanging. You're exchanging this product or service for money. Like it goes both ways. So you have something that the customer wants. The customer has something that you need for your business, revenue, and you're just finding a way to make that the best possible experience. And it really is. It's all about experience for the customer. So creating that win-win is asking the hard questions and saying, okay, what are the ways that I can create the best possible experience for what I do very best
0: in the world? Well, and it's important to to keep in mind that, that you need to be checking in and seeing the satisfaction throughout. It's not yes, just at the very beginning and then assuming until you get to the end because you can veer off course <laughs> where, you know, you're creating this you know, filleting this wonderful steak and then you get to the end and they're like, I'm vegan mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that's great but that's not for me that, that's not what I wanted Yeah, and so in addition to the initial establishing like you said some businesses are, are much lower touch some are much higher touch whether it's you know, however it is that you collect that information depends on the business but, but from that point on ensuring that throughout the process and then at the end that they're satisfied um, your know, perception is reality and so yeah. if your customer perceives satisfaction, <laughs> then they're going to be happier. Yeah, and really, truly really happier.
1: Yeah. So our business is very high touch uh, because it is about personal relationships. It's about something that is actually very personal to a lot of people. Personal, if I can say that today. I don't know if I can. I'm on vacation brain yeah. apparently. <laughs> but uh, very personal is people's homes, they're where they live, right? They're they're sanctuary, right? Right. So for us, we need that interaction with people. That's where we do best, that's where we shine. Now, for example, if you, we have some other things where um, you can actually do immediate purchase and and this might be your own offers, this even might be affiliate offers like we talked about on on a previous episode. it's, it's not just make the sale and you're done, even if it's an affiliate offer. It's what can I do to enhance the experience? So really ask yourself that question from the advertising that you're doing. What can I do to enhance the experience? From the messaging, what can I do to enhance the experience? So that when someone is seeing your videos or reading your content, they're thinking, oh yeah, that was meant for me. And there's ways to do that. And uh, maybe we'll have to talk about some of that in uh, marketing and messaging
0: episode. Yeah, on how to target that, be more targeted. Yeah, um,
1: but but it's all along the way. It's, uh, the sale can be the simplest process if the upfront advertising and marketing and messaging was correct for that person. Yeah. And the thing is, if they if they look at it and say, yep, that's for me, then you continue to ask the questions you have surveys, you get an understanding of what they're trying to accomplish, you check in with them along the process. Like this, this is still an automated thing. You can build systems entirely around supporting an automated online setup, but you can still gather important information to improve and tweak and enhance your system and it just gets better and better over time. So it, all along the process, getting feedback, making sure that people are uh, having the tools and the resources adding to it even after the purchase so that you can help them be successful in whatever they're trying to accomplish. And that right there shows the customer service. That is the important part of the the word service right there. That's it. Continue to serve
0: even after the sale. So shifting gears a little bit, um, you know, one thing that I think... Some people struggle with when they think win win or they think negotiations. They think, in order for one person to win, if you have a winner, that means you have a loser. And so I want to talk a little bit about that challenge, it because everything, and particularly in some, some businesses, there is quite a bit of wiggle room, right? And so if you have a friend, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do shaking his booty. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see him in, uh, in the reflection. Is that we got a cameo cameo going on. <laughs> the uh, in addition to all the birds and all the other creatures that are here. So when you when you're looking at you know win-win situation, you truly it's not black and white. There is wiggle room, and I think it's important that you establish kind of your boundaries or your limits up front, knowing you as the as the proprietor, how where are you at? In regards to what will constitute a win for you, because if you are in, and I'll just use like vehicle sales as an example, right? If you're if you're selling vehicles, if you're selling cars, and you have obviously you have certain margins, and markups, you have hard costs that are included that have to be covered, otherwise you go out of business. And then you have your profit margin. You have certain other upsells and other areas, different profit centers in the sale that you can add in to help pad your profit. But you do have wiggle room. And so regardless of what your, I'm just using that as an example, regardless of what your business is, if there is some level of wiggle room there, you've got to understand, okay, where are my limits? So that if you need to adjust your price or your terms or your deliverables. By 5 or 10% in order to give the win, in order for your customer to be satisfied with the win or meet their needs, you if you've already predetermined that, hey, I'm within my zone, cool, that qualifies, we're good. That's a win for me. It's going to be a lot easier, a lot smoother, and a lot more authentic for you, instead of begrudgingly, well, yeah, I guess we can do it, or well, I don't know, i got to check with somebody, like that's just ridiculous. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, we can make that work. Right? Yeah. They'll be happy. You'll be happy. Um, So it's not win or lose. It's win win. All the time, if you know your parameters. If you don't know your parameters, you're just guessing, and that's when you could actually do a sale where you realize, oh shoot, we just lost a bunch of money. (laughs) Because you've got to know
1: your bottom line. Like what is the lowest possible uh, value you could go? Where it makes where it makes no longer makes sense. And I'm actually going to change that. I'm not going to say value because value is what the other person perceives. It's what is the lowest possible cost that you can go yeah. up to deliver on that value. Right. Um, so, uh, I had a thought, it's gone.
0: Um, Vacation Brains.
1: Okay. Yeah, it, I was gonna take that somewhere else, but the other thing that I want to talk about is uh, the book, Steve Sim, uh written by Steve Sims, called Blue Fishing. Mm. Um. Um, this is another uh, way of getting creative and creating these win-win situations for your customers, for your partners. Um, in there he actually talks about asking people more questions and understanding what they want, understanding what they really what it is that they really desire. But it doesn't have to be that you just deliver on that. It's how can you create this amazing experience and and Steve Sims has built a ridiculous business. Completely surrounding, like giving people once-in-a-lifetime experiences that they never thought they would get to experience. Um, but as you are looking at this, you got to read the book. So, so, so that read. that right there, blue fishing by Stevens. You got to read it. But he talks about uh, as he's creating these win-wins, he actually uses leverages relationships and. It's not just connecting point A to point B. It's you might have to connect point A to point C and point C to point B to create this kind of circular transaction where everybody's getting what they want. So it's okay. it's not just necessarily win-win, it might be a win-win-win-win-win-win-win. Yeah. So you might have to bring get creative and bring other aspects into something to actually put together an awesome deal or an awesome experience for an awesome customer relationship as you're doing it. So I highly recommend that, get that book, Blue Fishing by Steve Sims.
0: And no, we're not affiliated in any way, I just enjoy the book. Yeah, yeah, I've read it as well. It's good. It's a good read, it's, he's, he's funny. It's, and it's really interesting pushing the boundaries of what's possible. Like, oh yeah, I can make that happen, really? <laughs> he makes it happen. He just, <laughs> the funny thing, the, the, the feeling I get is he just
1: says, he says he can make it happen, and then he goes and figures it out. failure is not an option, no. so yeah. I, I don't know if you got that same take.
0: Well, I listened to the audio book, so it was, yeah. <laughs> it was Wait, and it's actually him reading it. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. So. Um, i trying to think what other, I had a thought, and now I've got an vacation <laughs> brain, and it, just, yes. it came and went. Because <laughs> my mind is starting to think about that we're going to be on the beach in a few minutes that's true um, oh I remember what it was so when it comes to win-win creating those situations, one thing that we've kind of been trained with uh, or many of us have been having grained into our brains since we were young is, is uh fair is equal right yeah so you know if we got this beverage here you say hey uh, you know, if we're gonna share it, know, our parents would say, okay, well, you know, Levi, you take half, and Ryan, you get half. Otherwise, it would be unfair, because we would, you know, share it half and half. Whereas, uh, you know, in life, I mean, I guess as little children, I guess that makes sense. But in life and business, win-win, fair does not mean equal, because everyone assigns a different value to what is on the table. And so keeping that in mind, in addition to knowing and understanding what it is that your customer uh, wants and what constitutes a win for them, realizing that the scales could appear very tilted in one direction or the other, yet that still could constitute a phenomenal win for all parties involved, because it doesn't necessarily need to be a win-win. I mean, it doesn't necessarily need to be even, is a win-win but it doesn't have to be where the perceived value on all fronts is exactly the same as long as everyone's satisfied. So that's that's the important thing is the
1: satisfaction. Yeah. So as you're looking at this satisfaction is ultimately what this is all about. Are you satisfied with the deal? Are they satisfied with the deal? If everybody's satisfied that that's a win-win. That does not mean that everybody got what they want. I think that um, Compromise is kind of a lost art, a little bit right now, that nobody is willing to compromise. And and in fact, they think that that's such a, a negative term. Compromise is not a negative term.
0: A sign of weakness or something? Yeah,
1: compromise is not a negative term. Now there are things uh, that you are never willing to compromise on and those are your values. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to a deal, as long as it meets your values, it meets your bottom line, and it meets the customer's needs, is there wiggle room, like you talked about, for that compromise? I mean, that compromise ultimately, I mean, that gives you the ability to serve. And honestly, if you can compromise in a negotiation on certain things, that in and of itself gives somebody the, uh, the feeling of a win. Yeah. Like even, even if you're like, oh yeah, I, I was fine without that. The customer's like, oh yeah, I talked him down on this thing. And that gives them a, like a feeling of conquering or overcoming, and, and everybody wants to feel that. And that's not saying to like, go and mark everything up so that you can haggle and negotiate, but it, it does, like it, there's a little bit of psychology in there, but look for what your compromises can be and look for what they cannot be. So that if a customer comes in, it's kind of like understanding the bottom line. A Customer comes in and asks for something that is just not something you can compromise on. Um, You know, uh, an example comes to mind. I can't remember who was talking about it. But they had a customer come in and they asked for something that they knew they didn't perform the best and in. And they said, oh, would you be willing to add that for me? And they said, no, that's not something I can compromise on because I don't want to give you a negative experience. He's like, we can help you in this area. This person can help in this area. And together, we can give you everything you're asking for. So understand what can and what cannot be compromised on. And just own it. The customer is not always right. We're going to, like, that phrase has driven me nuts. For a long time, and even as the customer, I was like, "Well, why? Why does what I feel become fact? Like that's ridiculous." So the customer is not always right, and be willing to stand your ground.
0: Just stick with your core competency. Yep. Your core competencies. Don't uh, yeah. Don't try to, to stretch beyond just to make that sale because then you have and just satisfy the customer. That doesn't help anybody.
1: Yeah. So I think that's what we got. We're actually going to get wrapped up here and head to the beach. Thank oh, yeah. you all for joining in and listening with us today. It's been fun, but, uh, you know, this is, this is it. This is, it's not all about business. It's about, I mean, we're going to do some business stuff while we're down here Yeah. because, Hey, we get a write off because we do that. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like getting a discount on your business trips, business. Trip. Yes. Yes. This is a business trip. No, it is a business. Trip. It is a business trip. No air quotes, none of that. It is a business trip, but uh, yeah, just make sure that you solve the problems and don't forget to have fun like we're about to go do, because that is important in life and in business. Uh, Refresh, recharge, and uh, I don't know, what do we have next week? Next week, we are going to be covering the topic of how to
0: choose the right tenants uh-oh. For yeah. a rental, this is really, really important, especially with a lot of the crazy legislation that's been getting thrown around, uh, because it can be very difficult to get a tenant out once they're in <laughs> if they're not moving. Yeah. So we're going to be sharing a bunch of tips and tricks and uh, lessons learned, both. We'll where we came out on top and where we got burned. Yeah. So you can learn from our experience. We're going to be sharing that with you next week. So until then, make sure ChampionHustle.com is a place where you can find all of the links to subscribe to the show. Share it with a friend, Helps help us spread the word so that more people can benefit from uh, our conversations and information that we share with you. And until we see you again, well, we will be at the beach. <laughs> That's
1: <laughs> right. At the beach, not this one. This is no. a dangerous beach. We're headed to a different one. Yeah,
0: we're headed up the coast a little bit because it's too, the waves are too crazy here. Yeah,
1: so uh, with that, we hope you're doing well in business. We hope life is doing well for you. And have a great week, everybody. We'll see you. Bye-bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Champion Hustle podcast. For more great content and to join our online community, visit us at championhustle.com.